Welcome to Storytime with Paul Dore. I can hear your voice over the hum. A short adrenaline shot of a podcast straight to the mind, heart, or sometimes the funny bone, wherever that is located. Today's story, The Bike Cage. For the third season of Storytime, each episode is a live recording from the monthly event Stories We Don't Tell. To learn more about the event, visit storieswedonttell.org. So I just have to kind of frame this a little bit. Uh, last year, um, I wrote a, a, a three-part story uh, that was uh, about... Um, it's a three-part story that made me... Things that made me question the world and my place in it. So since then, I've had three other experiences that kind of fit the same category. So this is kind of a sequel. But these three, these three stories are, are about rules. Following the rules, breaking them, so on. Number three, the bike cage. <laughs> I can be judgmental. But I, I, don't, I don't really suffer fools lightly, but I try to be patient. I live in a condo building, and my bike is held in a cage with everyone else's bike down in the parking garage. Residents register their bikes, and we each get a key for the padlock on the front gate. The fence and gate are made up of small mesh-like squares, like about this big. I was going out for one of my epic bike rides and knew that my tires needed pumping up. I brought my bike pump down into the cage and was inflating the tires when a man and woman approached. He might, in modern vernacular, be what one might call a bro. <laughs> he marched right up to me and said, do you have a tool that could loosen my, seat, my bike seat? I'm not usually the kind of guy that you look at and say, now that guy, that guy is a person who carries an array of specialized tools. <laughs> when I replied in the negative, he said, I just asked because you had a bike pump, which, okay, I, uh, sort of a stretch, but one that I understood. He left the bike cage, and I watched as he proceeded to close the gate and put the padlock on essentially locking me inside. <laughs> well, not essentially, like he was actually locking me inside. I said, no, please don't do that. And he said, why not? And I walked over to the gate and I said, you see, if you, if you lock the gate, I am locked inside and can't get out. He couldn't get this through his head and said, but you have a key. Yes, but as you can see, I can't reach through and unlock the gate from the inside and I stuck my fingers through the get at the lock. He continued, but it's the rules. I, ha 
I have to lock the gate. I looked to his companion for help. I assumed this was his girlfriend and that this display of confusion must have been a big part of their relationship. She was distracted by her phone, ignoring both of us. She was just probably glad that someone else had to deal with him. Then I imagined him just leaving me there, <laughs> locked in the cage. This was the fall and people weren't biking as much. <laughs> the cage was in the parking lot and so cell phone reception was spotty. But there was so much more that I wanted to do with my life. I wanted to meet that special someone and grow old with them. I had just finished writing a new book. I'm pretty sure that I don't want to have kids, but maybe, like everyone likes to tell me, I just haven't met the right person yet. Instead, my life would be cut short. It might be months until my body was found, all shriveled after slowly dying of starvation. But then he just shrugged and unlocked the gate and walked away. What I learned and what I hoped the bro learned was that in some situations, it's okay to break the rules. Thank you. Subscribe to Storytime with Paul Doerr and leave a comment on iTunes. Visit pauldoerr.com to read my blog, listen to the podcast archive, watch videos, and keep up to date on live events. The theme music is by singer-songwriter Arlene Pakulin. Check her out at arlenepakulin.com. Thank you for listening. Time.